there's no real point in beating around the bush today. This is Death of the Reader on 2SCR, and I am your host, Hertz, telling you that our favorite murder mystery story from around the world that we covered throughout 2020 is The Devotion of Suspect X by Keigo Higashino. Rarely has a murder mystery instilled me with a sense of surprise and awe as this one has, and it truly deserves its place amongst the greatest detective stories of all time. But I'm getting ahead of myself. The Devotion of Suspect X is a peculiar beast that subverts the traditional mystery structure to its core and uses the character's own innate understanding of the genre that they're a part of to guide their actions towards a tragic but inevitable outcome. Perhaps I'm getting ahead of myself once again, but you'll have to forgive me. It's difficult enough to keep pace with this masterful story. Set in modern-day Japan, this novel has many of the trappings of a regular murder mystery, and begins with a subtle but important build-up as we follow the simple routine of a, a woman and single mother by the name of Yasuko Hanaoka as she comes home from work to look after her daughter Misato. We're drawn into her life and made to understand her simple problems and to empathize with her, and this is where Higashino begins twisting the story by subverting every expectation the reader has. At first, our point-of-view character seems to be our Watson stand-in, or perhaps an eyewitness that will prove crucial to our understanding of the murder later on in the story, or even the murder victim themselves that we might be shown the tragedy of the killing that our detective has to solve later on. These would all be natural parts of the usual murder mystery structure, but instead we are given the eyes and perspective of the killer themselves as they brutally strangle a man to death with a phone line. The murder victim is Yasuko's ex-husband, and her daughter even takes part in the killing. Uh, the commotion brings her neighbor, a naturally talented mathematician and underappreciated problem solver by the name of Ishigami, to her side quickly, and he, being a charitable man, decides to devote every waking second of his time to ensuring that the murderer gets off scot-free. The novel spends the majority of its first and second act then exploring the characters of both our murderer and their genius, mathematically inclined accomplice as they seek to evade the police as well as our detective, Kusanagi, who is not new to Higashino's writings, but who also feels very real and nuanced in his portrayal here. I never felt during the reading that I was stepping in midway through his character arc, but rather that every piece in the story was moving and changing even as my understanding grew deeper. Surprisingly, the novel has few twists and turns as it progresses through the second act. Uh, there are a few close calls as the cat-and-mouse game continues between our detective Kusanagi and his prey, Ishigami. They even have uh, in-person conversations together where they discuss various philosophies of thought long into the night, and the author does an excellent job of expressing the two characters' approach to murder mystery through their individual viewpoints on tackling maths and, and mathematical problems. In one particular scene that still sticks with me, Kusanaki admits that he doesn't care about how a mathematical proof might actually work, only that it does and can be used in further reasoning. Ishigami, on the other hand, believes in deconstructing each element of a problem and proving it in painstaking detail, such that his understanding is intimate and complete. This difference in thought leads to a parting question for both of them to contemplate. Is it more difficult to construct a seemingly impossible problem or to solve it? Flex and I reached our own answers during our reading, and I hope you do too. This is normally the part of the review where I would discuss any glaring obvious faults with the murder mystery work, but it took so many interesting risks while sticking the landing out to its conclusion, it's difficult for me to say much negative in good faith. I think that if you do not enjoy a slow-paced novel with a strong focus on character building, then you might struggle with this one. But on the whole, 
I genuinely think it's too good not to read at least once to get a, a clear picture of how a murder mystery author can construct a mystery that is both technically well put together and constructed, uh, while also having a strong story and well thought out character arcs for every major character involved. And this in particular, I was very impressed by. Each of these characters fall into the broader themes and are supported by the murder and, and the surrounding murder mystery aspect of the story. I never give out a perfect score, but this novel easily made it into my top murder mysteries of all time and deserves its place at the top of our list for review season on Death of the Reader of 2020. What did you think of our reviews? Let us know at Flex and Herds on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast to hear our biggest announcement of 2021. I guarantee it will be music to your ears.